we'll see. We're going live. We're live. McKenna's going to give this a shot, okay? We've been doing some things. McKenna, why don't you try hitting that? Hopefully nothing breaks. It's, it's been a process. Welcome <laughs> to the going on guys welcome back to the detox podcast i'm your host darren rita feel free to connect with me at any of the links down below and if you're new here and you enjoy music podcasts comedy or hooping videos do consider subscribing because we've got a whole lot of that going on around here and when you like the video leave a comment share it subscribe all that good stuff it helps us share videos conversations like this one uh with more people and uh it helps us Helps us get this stuff out there, and it, it, I I really appreciate it when you guys do that. So uh, thank you in advance. Um, now, before I can get into the episode today, we've got a lot of fun stuff we're going to be getting to, by the way. Um, before I can get into the episode, though, I've got to talk to you guys a little bit about car insurance these days. It seems as if we're able to do more and more from home. So while you're at home, why aren't you saving money on your car insurance? Your hometown agency, Kenosha Auto Insurance Specialized for years, literal years in simple hassle-free car insurance using the latest and touch-free technology to help you and your family get the best rates. So, what are you waiting for? Give them a call today at 262-448-4141. That's 262-448-4141. The website's kenoshains.com. It's linked down below. It's on the screen right here. Uh, one last time, that's 262-448-4141. Uh, give them a call. Tell them D-Rita Detox sent to. The worst that could happen is you will get the best rates. Now, all that good stuff out of the way. Um, we, we do have a couple more little church announcements. One, we got to say big shout out to McKenna. She's here. She's here working behind the scenes. Um, and she just got done working her first day of her real adult job. We congratulated her a couple weeks ago on graduating. I don't know if it was last week or the week before. Two weeks. Uh, um, two weeks, right? Two weeks ago. Now she's got the job already. How fast that worked. Look at me. I graduated a year ago. I'm still here. I'm still podcasting. McKenna, on the other hand, she's doing big things. So, McKenna, thank you for being here. Aside from also having to work earlier today, I appreciate that. We're looking to replace McKenna, soft, soft replace McKenna. But I, I do appreciate her being here. I just don't want we don't want to overwork you. You, you're doing a lot. So I just want to say thank you. I'm appreciative of you being here, and everyone is proud of you. All the people of, of Detox are proud of you. She's she's very um, red in the face now. I should not have done that. Um, aside from that, my new project, Blue Hour, I've been posting about. Not I'm trying not to spam too crazy, but I am posting about it regularly, semi-regularly. Is is up for pre-sale or pre-saving, if you will. You could buy it on iTunes if you want to. I put it the cheapest price that they let you sell an album. I think it's like two ninety nine or something like that. So I, I put it the cheapest if you want to. Um, but you don't have to. Uh, Pre-save, though, would be awesome, and you should do it. Um, it's linked down below. You can do that. I'm really excited to share that project with you guys. Um, now, you probably you probably read the title of this video. Some of you guys are probably like, oh, no, he's really going to do that. Other people maybe have no idea what 
the first half of the title is about the manosphere, what that means. Um, basically, um, it, it this will be, I guess, more people will know about this that watched the episode last week and saw where we were kind of joking about uh, some of the nice guys in the world that um, actually hate women and <laughs> actually just see people as, as objects that they should be manipulating on a chessboard and things like that. Um, we're going to be getting in to some some toxic masculinity um, serving podcasts. And uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We're going to make some jokes. We're going to have some laughs. Um, McKenna has not seen most of this stuff. And I know some of you guys haven't. But it's, it's scary because I, I do have a lot of – I have a lot of um, – I wouldn't say people that I'm – in the same circles as now, but people that I, I used to know and be around that uh, were definitely um, subjected to this kind of content a lot. And as like young men, people my age and younger, this stuff like gets forced down your timelines. And it's it's hard to look away. It, for me, it's, it's really funny sometimes, um, but it is kind of, it's kind of scary when you think about maybe the people that are actually fans of this stuff. Um, or diehard fans, that is. So we're gonna get into some fun stuff. It's it's like I said, we're gonna try to keep it kind of lighthearted, not super crazy. But when you hear some of the shit, it's. I assume if you're a fan of this show, it's probably gonna make you laugh, a little bit. Um, so yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be getting into some fun stuff. And so last week, like I said, we were talking about, um, people that don't respect women. And I imagine the guy who sent those DMs. And again, it's a highlight clip. You can go back and check that out if you haven't. Uh, I imagine the guy that sent those DMs from last week's episode, um, I imagine he's probably a fan of some of these figures we're going to be bringing up. Um, one of which is uh, the, how would you say, this These are these are, this is the Fresh and Fit podcast. Um, pretty popular podcast, pretty big podcast. Um, if you would call it a podcast, I guess. Um, it's more so a, if I could put it nicely, like a, or you know bluntly is it's a pipeline for like just toxic masculinity dumb thinking talking dumb talking points let's say that that's a terribly put sentence i don't even know what i just said um basically these guys fresh and fit i don't know who's who they neither one of them look very fresh um so i i couldn't imagine which one would go by fresh they're they're not like super out of shape guys so i guess the fit is fine but they um they have this podcast where for whatever reason they jam usually like 10 to however many women at this very small table with them to I don't know if that validates their opinion or what or what it is um, to basically explain to them why their existence is wrong and that why every everything that they want they should not get and everything that that men deserve they, they should get they're entitled to and should receive um, They've had some interesting guests, one of which is Andrew Tate, who we'll get to a little bit later. He is uh, uh, an alpha, alpha male, as well as these guys consider themselves alphas. Um, and when we get into some of the stuff, I do I do really think it's going to make you guys laugh. So um, for people that don't know, because I have some friends that don't know about this stuff, and I had to show them these clips. There was, there's a specifically one clip that went extremely mega viral of uh, one of the guys from this podcast with just like – it's a hilarious take. McKenna, you mind, would you mind pulling it up? Go to the solo react scene and pull that up. No, this go to that. We're going to go to the first video first on the, on the document. Um, 
it's uh this is the video that a lot of people that didn't know of that i kind of already known of these guys mainly because i follow i think if oh it's gonna lag a little bit so so you guys understand too we've been working on the computer shit for a few weeks we've been fighting this battle i have gotten it to a point where we can pull up clips we can do the sound bites we just have to be very very careful um it, it might be a little sketched out so you Bear with me. If it's super fucking terrible, just tell me in the live and we'll just we'll cut it out. But I just I wanted to have some fun today and talk some shit about these guys. So that's what we're going to do. So McKenna, if you have that pulled up, um, just click it and get out. It might lag for like a second. If you're in a serious relationship. Yep. Yeah, she should have it. And then, uh, yeah, so it, it's going to be fun. All right, Darren, I need to know, are you a mansplainer? I have learned recently that literally every man, even the kindest and most humble, seem to mansplain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Depends on depends on what. But, yeah, I think everybody – I I don't know if it's considered mansplaining for everybody. I mean, I'm sure I've def – I do it. I know I do it. But I do think sometimes we just – for me, it's more so things I'm passionate about, whether it's, it's usually like movie characters or things where like – and I can tell someone doesn't exp understand it, and then I – do this terribly roundabout way to of of saying everything but also saying nothing about that character um so i definitely definitely am a mansplainer as well i, I can't say i am above that in any way okay we kind of hit us with a girl she should not have an instagram that's cheating in my opinion i think a woman having an instagram is 100 percent cheating especially if she has scantily clad photos of herself on the internet and she's not making money off of it which a lot of women tend to do they have Instagram just for attention, you know what I'm saying? And I think for women, attention is like sex for men. So, uh, you know, women love attention from, from the opposite gender. And if, if you got a serious relationship with a girl and she still has a for sale sign on her neck, I think that's very disrespectful. I think if you're in a serious relationship that's, with yeah, a girl. That's a great take right there. Um, so that's, I believe his name is Myron from the Fresh and Fit podcast. And that's the, that is the take that, that, I, that I saw like mainstream people starting to talk about him. Um, was this idea that if you are a, a girl and you have a significant other, you cannot post pictures of yourself in a bikini on Instagram. Or in general, he said you can't have an Instagram. Is actually what he opened with. Um, and it's, it is, that is indicative of everything else these guys say. That is like the biggest, it's the, it's their biggest soundbite probably. And a lot of times they'll do this thing where they're like, oh, you didn't watch the podcast. You don't get it, whatever, whatever. We'll we'll show you some stuff in a, in a little bit here, just a few minutes of, of him doubling down on that horrendous take and, and really trying to um, re really, really trying to justify it. And, and he does so to some Australian radio hosts and, and they're not having it quite as much. But so the, the I guess it, it poses a good question, right? If you have an Instagram are you are you cheating? Is having an Instagram as a woman cheating? I don't think so. No, I I don't, I don't think so at all. Um, people in the chat could let me know. Um, but yeah, it's it's this idea that as a man you can, because for some reason, if you have women followers, they don't want to fuck you. But if a if a woman is posting pictures on it has an instagram in general just has one uh and uses it at all that means people that follow her want to have sex with her or or that she's wanting to maybe in engage in those relationships or entertain those people um it's 
kind of a bizarre take. It, it really, there's no real reason for it. I mean, what it, what was his reason? He said, yeah, it's that she she wants attention, and, and his argument is that attention for women is the same as sex for men. And so he goes on to further explain later in other videos, trying to back this claim up, that for men, it's not considered cheating until you have sex with a woman, another woman. Be and his reasoning is because the, the attention and the other shit doesn't really matter to the, to the guy. Where on the flip side, oh, all a woman has to do is get attention from somebody else. And that is cheating because that attention means more and or equal to the amount that sex means to the guy. Checks out. Pretty good. Uh, he definitely went to college, I think, with that equation there. So I wanted to bring that out. I had to give you guys the first clip because that is that is where these guys kind of became now there's I've seen now since that video went viral about a couple months ago there's been a ridiculous amount of people that I look up to in the space commentary wise um, talking about these guys and uh, either joking on them or really heavily criticizing them or some people praising them all these things um, so we're gonna get to kind of some mainstream radio station in Australia actually had these guys on as a guest to kind of back up the ridiculousness of this statement um, and we've got it pulled up to kind of where it gets a little bit heated. It's a 25 minute interview or 25 minute segment. I don't think they're here for the entire 25 minutes. Um, if you watch the first chunk of it, 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 it's basically just him going round and around about the same shit for a minute. So we, we pulled up the, the spicy shit for you. Again, it might lag for one second at the beginning. Just bear with us. Yep. The quantity. That's correct. Yeah. I think that wait, I think she's wait, spot on there. From a male perspective or a female perspective? So from your perspective, you say the males yep. want quantity over quality. Yes. So if mm -hmm. you're getting attention on Instagram... Yeah, you're more likely to message them back. You're more likely exactly to act on it. Okay. But the thing is, is that women rarely message men. Like I, saw, like I showed Are you, you guys before. Yeah, but it was a half. Was, only half. Well, well, according to your data... You yeah, they're still you're still getting messaged. So let's say I'm getting messaged by. Can I just make one point? Can you just let me finish for a second? Ask a question. You should let me finish. I I just want to make one point. So if I'm on Instagram and I'm getting forty DMs and you're getting twenty DMs, my point is is that you guys are more likely to respond to the twenty DMs than we are to the forty DMs. Here's the thing: men and women are not the same. Women, women, the yeah, men are more likely to reply. Sorry about that. Again, sorry about that. Every time we fucking touch it, it's going to do a little whatever. But it is really funny. Every So every time that he is, like, pressed on something to, like, explain it or he's, like, backed into a corner, he does this thing where he goes, here's the thing. It's actually – and then he, he, like, takes what you just said. If this was the point that we were just talking about this line here and we were both – I said a ridiculous take and now you came back at that. He goes like this. He goes, here's the thing. And he just goes over here and now he's talking about – something else or slightly adjacent but he'll never anytime he's backed into a corner that's kind of how it works uh and it's 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 really funny um you can keep going women like attention men want sex that's 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 how it is so when a girl's out there advertising herself it's not the same as when a man is advertising himself because a man's not going to get nearly the same amount of attention and then on top of that men of status men that are attractive that uh have uh, uh money hey it's just exercising options men are going to go ahead and enact on those options if they have the ability to do so. 
So my thing is, a man is capable of having sex with other women while still loving his girl the same. So it's not that big a deal. But Wait, it is so, a big deal so, if your girl's out here and are fielding options. If your woman's out here fielding options, Bingo. that's an issue. Oh, Bingo. sorry. So you're actually saying that in a relationship, it's okay for men to go and explore other options, but we have to be happy with you and not explore exactly options. Absolutely. Close on your end, open on my end, and I think it should be honest Why? between the two. <laughs> Why? Why would crazy. agree to that? You, you can't just go yeah. throwing that thing around and women sit at home waiting for you to come home. Don't to smell the juice of another woman on you. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Can all men get away with this? Absolutely not. A small minority of men can. But the reality is, since the beginning of time, strong, powerful men, right, that had money and status were always able to have hordes of women. Look at Hugh Hefner. Look at Dan Blazarian. Look at Kings. Look at yeah, Sultans okay, of past. Way, this this is what women. Dan Bilzerian is a is a fraud. Like alleged. No, I don't even know if it's alleged. I'll say allegedly. Allegedly, this guy Dan Bilzerian. For I'm sure, people my young men my age, maybe some some of our female audience, women listeners, as well, have heard of Dan Bilzerian. This guy, he's the he's the fucking roided out giant dude with the huge huge beard um who's always was always seen with like a, either bazookas and a bunch of naked women or women in bikinis bunch of beautiful women around him all the time he he had uh i believe a couple businesses his his dad was actually like a very famous um con artist and made a bunch of money and like whatever did some fucked up shit to get that money dan also he he had a company called ignite that I believe he was, he was trying. He, he had a mansion, and that's what it was. He had a mansion in L.A. that I believe was like, I want to, I don't want to talk out of pocket, but it was several million dollars a month to rent, and he was renting it, and he was charging that as a business expense to his brand Ignite, which sold like, I think like fucking obviously clothing, and then like fucking protein or some stupid shit, um, and he would claim it was marketing. So he would basically he would have all these women around him who he paid to be there. He paid these women to be, they were model. They were paid actors, actresses, um, or models to be around him. And he like claimed, and he would always be on like podcasts talking about like, you know, I'm just a man's man. I'm just, you know, I'm just an alpha. You just got to be an alpha. That's the only way you can get women. You know, that's, that's why I can have sex with this many beautiful women in one day and all, all this dumb ass shit. And it's like, he was literally, by his own definition of what it means to be an alpha, he is not that. He's literally paying for women to hang out with him. I'm not saying he couldn't get women. I mean, he's a ripped dude, whatever. I'm not saying he couldn't. But he's he's the women that are in his videos or that are around him, he's paying them. And he actually, I believe he got charged with some very serious stuff. Um, and I believe, I don't know if he got let go of the business or kicked out of the business or whatever, but he was running it. He was basically using his brand Ignite as a like a personal bank account and ran the company into the ground. Um, allegedly, again, I'm not trying to slander anybody, but yeah, that's you can you can go continue on. Women do. Women are attracted to men. But at least, mate, bro, I spoke. I spoke to. Dan, I spoke to Dan. I spoke to Dan Balsarian. Yeah, I'm sick of you asking to finish your long, boring answers that are the same answer every time we ask you a question. Even Dan Balsarian last week told me to my face, "Yeah, so fucking what, clown? Here you are on the show. I can turn you off as well." 
Just turn <laughs> these clowns off. See you, fellas. Grow up. Ring us back when you're 30 and you've got half a brain. You're not running around being led by your own dicks. Bye-bye. See you later. Turn Bye. them off. Well, Jesus Christ. Now, these guys, I didn't mind having them on. Yes, we asked them to come on the show. You see them do, like, the second this guy, like, actually, like, asserts himself, they both just, like, sit, like, they just, like, kind of shrink up like little babies. It's so bizarre. And it's funny. We'll get to a guy later. Um, some A couple people that I, I look up to in the space of commentary YouTube and shit have made fun of these guys as well as uh, Dan Bilzerian and Andrew Tate and these, these people we're going to get to. Um, and this guy, Andrew Tate, that we'll get to soon, he actually, like, he talks, like, so much alpha shit. And he was actually on uh, Big Brother in the UK, Big Brother. And there's, like, clips of him being so nervous to talk around women from this show. And it's just, like, so, so bizarre that these guys can, like, just, like, put on this facade to, you know, um, developing or younger uh, men, you know, young men that are, are, you know, nervous about things, have anxieties about women or, or are, you know, just in general going through a lot as, you know, everybody is when they're growing up, you know, especially young men that don't having all these fucking emotions and hormones and shit and you have no idea what's going on it can be a weird time and then you find this guy who's telling you exactly what you want to hear like you're not getting any pussy and he's like it's because fuck women it's because these fucking women out here none of these women are good none of these and they give you and actually um it, the the channel name is is kunkin Kun yeah kunkin dasners whatever his name is duncan um but he reverses his thing for his channel he he made a great great point about this where it's like these guys are selling something a a lifestyle talking points um uh a way a way to to see the world that it doesn't work and it's designed to not work because they need you to keep coming back to them for advice where the this whole alpha male thing if you became no alpha male by their own definition would want more alpha males out there because it's it's first off that shit is fake the alpha male thing is fake and in this and this is what uh he was bringing up on his channel um again uh, it's kunkin dasner it's weird weird to say it out loud but I, I, it's cool he's great great commentary channel he brings up that it's like these these guys they want you to go out and use this terrible advice because they know 90% of the time sure there'll be some people that maybe will jive with that kind of thing but 90% of the time nobody no no woman <laughs> no girl that's worth any any time is going to go for any of this shit is going to deal with anybody that's like this um and that's great for them that is fantastic for them because then that reaffirms the other part of what they preach which is fuck women and so then you're mad at at women because you got rejected you come back and now you're just it's a feedback loop of oh i got to get this advice okay i got the terrible advice i internalize it i go try it it doesn't work angry at women go back i get the terrible advice internal and it just repeats like that um and it's a, it's a great business model for these guys terribly probably destructive for young men that fall into that algorithm um and that's what that's kind of another fucked up thing about algorithms too is it's probably you know, a lot of their audience, I imagine, is younger men, and and it's uh, it's scary that they get kind of land. It's like a landslide where they probably interacted with one positive thing these guys said, where maybe they're saying, you know, something about working hard or or something about, you know, taking care of your finance or some shit like that. 
and then it just snowballs into a couple months later you're you're subscribing to this way of thinking to these guys talking this way about about women and it's it is uh yeah it's dangerous it's very dangerous um funny to watch though if you're not being affected by it i just i can't you know it is inner they are entertaining in in a very fucked up um evil sense (laughs) um okay i i want to pull up um there's a i think the next what's the next thing on the on the document after the I, i don't want you to pull up their um their greatest hits we don't need to get into that but it is funny I, they did have they had this video where they're responding to like some of their videos that went viral on tiktok i'll just give you the gist of it because we don't need to pull up the whole thing um they had this video where they're reacting to their viral moments their recent viral moments and how people reacted to them and got all mad and they're like they're mad because we're speaking truth to power we're, it's a it's the the silent majority and we're we're the voices for that like the talking points we've all heard from from people in that realm and and it's really funny that just double down on all of them take no criticism i've never that is another thing about these people and for any young man that maybe comes across as that's maybe a fan of them i i want you to understand that no man that is or or person doesn't doesn't need to be you know no person that is is a stand-up person or is a a a strong person takes zero criticism these these guys i've never once heard these people these two guys particularly and the other guy we're going to get to um be like yeah that was a bad take yeah that was wrong or you know what actually i think i could have said that bad or i've never seen them give a you know any sort of self-reflection or think like yeah that that may be Maybe I should have said it this way, or maybe I did a bad job. I've never seen one bit of like, yeah, just just reflection, just self awareness of of knowing like who they are in the moment that they are in in that space. I don't know what I just said, um, but I've never seen them once look at themselves in the mirror and be like, yeah, that was fucking weird. Or even if it wasn't weird, like, what did I just say? I've never heard them think back to like, what the fuck did I just say? And again. We're we're gonna see some some more stuff from them, but uh, do you want to pull a is it is the next thing the Andrew Tate thing? It's his best moments. Okay, why don't you pull that up? So, Andrew Tate, everybody, this guy is the king of toxic toxic masculinity. Is what they say, and um, apparently that's like his he's happy with that title. Um, I thought it was future. I thought that future. Um, future's a lot more. He's a lot funnier. Lot lot funnier. And at least he's giving you like a, a cool beat with whatever he's saying about it. this is this is yeah. Little it's okay. Why don't you play it? Yeah. Or did I did I have a skip to anything on it? I thought I had a note on one of them. Or was that on the other one? Okay, then you just play it. I wanna I wanna go through this. Some of electric my little plug Ooh, let, me, let me get my little plug and plug it into my tesla Ooh, maybe i can get an erection one day is this the man you are slap slap grab choke shut up bitch sex things the left try and present you have to keep things realistic is it is it lagging really bad okay sorry if, again i apologize for the lag guys i'm trying to fix the computer we've been working on it it's we're at a point now where we can pull up the videos Still being a little touchy. 
So this guy, do you have an idea of what he's like off those first couple clips? You got an idea, right? A general grasp of, of who he is. Um, what do I have next on the on the um, document? Because I had, there was something specifically I wanted to explain with this guy. Ah, that that's not what it. No, yeah, I, I think it was in this video. So this guy is is famous for. Um, I I don't know what you could say. I mean, he he apparently is a a motivational, you know, do it yourself guy. That's what he's trying to be. Um, he regularly though, what, what's going on, mom? What you got? Oh, okay. She's trying to move stuff in the, from the studio. Okay. It is what it is. He, but he, he regularly just bashes, bashes women and that it's, it's somehow their fault even. And that's the thing. That's the dichotomy with this, um, or the dilemma I should say with this kind of influencer is that they just repeatedly say that so many women want them. And everybody wants to be there. Everyone wants to be their friend. Everyone wants to fuck them. Everyone wants to be like them. But simultaneously hate women because women don't want good men. It just doesn't make sense. It don't add up. It don't. There's there's a disconnect somewhere, right? Um, dude, your mic audio is the lowest I've ever heard. Is it? Can you hear it or no? Okay, well, Commander Junior, what's going on? Can you not hear me? Everyone else seems to hear me. Hi, Darren. How, what's up, Steve? How are you? <laughs> he just says hi. What's up, dog? Um, yeah, it, it might be quieter while the video's gone. Maybe that's what he means. Um, but yeah, do, let's just let's react to a couple more things from Andrew Tate, and then we're gonna get to to the really funny thing with him. Um, yeah, just you can let a little bit more of that go. No years ago natural selection and evolution would have taken care of all your fucking retard ancestors but yet here you are standing my face saying you don't eat gluten yes you fucking do only a cat owning bitch would complain to the police about a fucking joke fine you're upset you lost your cat fair enough yeah the joke may have been a little bit you know risque who calls the police on a fucking joke cat owners cat owners are liberals cat owners believe in hate speech cat owners are democrats cat owners are dickheads i have a cat look like a bitch no i'm not like these fucking mask wearers no you're... i walk into hell and the devil's like oh i'm gonna burn you so you're gonna do shit i find myself super funny <laughs> i find myself super funny imagine i'm in i'm in my fucking six liter b12 aston martin vanquish gets about 10 miles to the gallon max i'm sitting there i'm chilling there's a traffic jam no big deal whatever big daddy tate i can handle it someone goes there's a climate change activist and they blocked the road what there's climate change activism, extinction rebellion. Yeah, I'll show you an extinction. You're you a fat. For, for Commander, Commander Junior, he says it. He says it's low. You can turn me up just a little. Okay. Well, we turned it up for him. So there you go. My hair's getting stuck in the mic. So you guys get the idea. If you didn't know who Andrew Tate was, now you do. You know what he looks like. You know what he sounds like. You know the fantastic takes. And it's funny he actually mentioned the police in one of those clips, um, because this guy who women are are throwing themselves at that women are are obsessing over and that he just can't seem to keep them off of him right he's such an alpha such a a, uh, a prize to be won um he actually he got himself in some trouble recently um 
uh, a little bit of trouble here, and I will need you to flip the screen for this one, McKenna. You want to go to the go to my our little document and pull up uh, the Daily Beast, the arrested clip. It's not a clip; it's an article. Um, and I'm going to have you flip that around. We'll read a little bit of that for everybody today. So you guys have met Andrew Tate now. You understand. And I, I need you guys to understand, too, that there are hundreds of fan pages post reposting this guy's content like every day. But here, this is pretty recent, I believe, as well. Uh, April 27th, this was police raid MAGA king of toxic masculinities. Um, it, it, toxic, toxic king of masculinity in human trafficking investigation. So, <laughs> I mean, dude, here's the thing. I'm not, a, I haven't done, I've never done stand-up, and I've never, I'm, I would not consider myself a comedian. I mean, we like to make some jokes on this podcast, but I do think there, there's, the jokes got to write themselves when it comes to that. I mean, the guy who women, apparently, he, he can't go anywhere because women want him so much, is literally trying to steal human beings, like women and fucking sex. You know, human trafficking is not funny. But that there's a joke there somewhere. I don't know where it is. Okay, so you scroll down a little bit. Can you make it a little bit bigger? Because I am sitting kind of far from the monitor. Um, just a tiny bit, if you can. I mean, if not, it's fine. Okay, she's she's tweaking it. She's exhaling deeply at me. That is a, a rough, bad look indeed. Yeah, it is tough. It is tough. Um, yeah, Romanian police raided the home of prominent pro-Trump. I didn't know. That's the thing, too. Until this article, I didn't really. I mean, I could have guessed, but I didn't know if that's like if he advertised himself as like a pro-Trump guy. Obviously, I would have probably guessed that, but uh, he he just he doesn't say that usually. He just usually hates people that probably wouldn't normally vote for Trump. Uh, online personality Andrew Tate this month as part of a human trafficking investigation um, bringing new attention to Tate's ties to leading figures in the American MAGA movement. Okay, and then we've got an ad for the Golden State Warriors. Let me scroll past that. Um, okay, so before the April 11th raid, he was best known as a kickboxer. Yeah, he's not best known as a kickboxer. I did know he did that. as He had like a short stint as one, but um, I didn't also know he was a vocal Trump supporter, so that's interesting. He portrayed himself as a wealthy, cigar-smoking playboy, prompting one one admirer to dub him the king of toxic masculinity. And again, I don't know who says that about him because I believe it's future. And like, I think, I don't know. I believe it's future. That's that's actually our, our king of that. Um, but Tate's treatment of women uh, did have an ugly side. Apparently, in 2016, he was booted off the British version of Big Brother over a video of him hitting a woman with a belt. At least he is actually doing what he's saying he's doing. I mean, that's fucking terrible. Um, I mean, you know, maybe it was uh, it was some foreplay type thing. Let's give him the benefit of that. We'll keep going. Um, Tate's unsavory activities didn't stop him from building links with the stars of the Trumpian right. In 2019, he uh, pulled around Washington, D.C. with prominent online Trump activists and conspiracy theorists. Oh, that's awesome. That's a good look. I didn't know he was this politically affiliated. I thought it was more so. I want to get to the investigation. You want to scroll down a little bit more? Um, okay, we don't need the tr we don't need the Trump stuff. I'm just trying to get to the video show. Okay, on Tuesday, April 27th, a spokesperson from the Romanian police agency added that no one has been charged or arrested yet in the case, but the investigation is ongoing. Video from the raid 
showed police officers armed with rifles uh, milling among Tate's sports cars with uh, a neon Tate logo on the wall in the background. Another video showed Tate and his brother being shoved into vans by police officers before being driven away from their homes. Um, where was the... I believe there was a reason, because I believe there was a girl that was was being held captive there, that's what I, I had heard. Um, if you want to scroll down a little bit more. Uh, we are aware of reports of a U.S. citizen held against their will here in Romania. Um, due to the privacy considerations, we have no further comment. That's, that's a tough look for, for our boy Andrew here. Um, you know, again, this is alleged. They're being very careful about not saying that he has done this because I'm sure he has money uh, here involved to address the raid in Instagram him smoking a cigar in a state interrogation room uh, as faux police officers looked over him and the officers we can all agree that bitches love to lie. Yeah, I did see that Instagram. You scroll down as the post there. Um, it's not. So, uh, yeah, he did he did have an Instagram post saying that, okay, we don't, what are we advertising for Pornhub? You can, you can get that out. Yeah, we can, this, that's the rest, that's the end of the article. You can look that. Um, I did see that he, he did, he planned, so after he was released, he went to some fucking, I don't know, some like industrial building and put a fucking gold table up and had two of his homies or whatever look like police officers so he could pose for a picture and pretend that it was the actual interrogation room. And some of his followers were reading it up. I was reading some of the comments out, and it was pretty funny. Um, but, yeah, it is uh, It's mad wild. It's mad wild to be to be spitting the game that these guys are spitting and then to also be, you know, buying and selling people under under the, the, uh, the table. That's kind of crazy. Just thought that was interesting. Um Audio is cutting in and out. Yeah, is it cutting in and out right now as I'm speaking, or is it cutting out during the video? Because I know it was cutting out during the. It usually cuts out a little bit during the video. It is right now. Okay, okay. Sorry about that, Steve. Thank you for letting me know. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're going through a lot right now. Going through a lot trying to fix all this. So I appreciate it. Um, now I do have a question that, and it's something that makes that I've kind of thought is interesting about this. Cause I didn't want it just to just be like, Oh, let's point and laugh at these people. You know, look at these cringe dudes. Let's just, we'll show the video. I'll be like, look at how dumb they are. And then everyone pats me on the back because, wow, Darren, you're so smart. These guys are so dumb. You know, that's, that's kind of lazy, even though, I mean, we've done that to an extent here today, but that would be, that'd be kind of lazy. What I'm more concerned about and what I'm interested in maybe talking about is, do you guys think that these people believe this stuff? This guy, Andrew Tate, maybe. I mean, he was actually out here with the belt doing his thing. So he practices what he preaches. These other guys, the fresh and fit dude, I don't know. Because neither one of them, and we didn't get to, I had another compilation of them, but I don't want to get to it, especially with the computer being all weird, uh, where it's it's so bizarre because, again, again, fresh and fit is such a funny name because they literally jam like 20 fucking people into a corner of this whatever room this podcast is held in um around all around this little tiny table and it definitely does not look like it smells fresh in there i mean there's a lot of sweaty men and women in this one room and it'll just be them just talking mad shit about about women um 
and I, and I don't think or about themselves and how alpha they are. And I really, really don't think that that if it I don't I don't want to speak on what you know, what action they're they're getting or what they're not getting. But I do think it it's hard for me to believe that that they're getting the kind of plays that they're pretending that they're getting, especially speaking the way they're speaking, their physical appearances as they are. Um, and the one guy, the other guy, not the guy, main guy, Myron, who was speaking in all those videos, the other dude does not speak. He doesn't talk. He just sits there. And apparently he's like half of, he's a co-owner of the podcast and considered co-host, but he doesn't ever, he like does not speak. I mean, I'm sure he has in the history of the podcast, but I've, again, I follow the H3 podcast pretty regularly and they've like had back and forth with these guys. And I've, I've not seen even in their response videos to Ethan and the H3 podcast, I've not seen the other guy speak. It's so funny. He just sits there and he's like, mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And it, it's 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 bizarre. It's a weird vibe. And it maybe maybe I gotta tune in and watch a couple full episodes because it's it is funny. It is really, really funny. Um maybe I gotta get on there. Uh yeah, audio's cutting in and out during the vid. Steve says, Yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, that's that's what we're we're kinda dealing with right now. Um but I'm curious though, do you guys think they believe it? Do you think they believe it? Cause you know there's like people that like political figures like talks um, you know, talking heads for, you know, CNN, Fox News, stuff like that, that people like that, that, that don't believe what they're saying, but they do it for the paycheck, you know, and there, there's always been people like that in the history of that shit going on, where they literally, they put on a character when they get in front of it, and they talk to you as an uh, American at home, and whatever side you're, you're leaning, they pretend to be that side, and they're probably not, um, I mean, that was huge with, uh, who was it, I think it was the guy who passed away recently, Rush Limbaugh, like, admitted that he, like didn't believe anything he ever said and like that's scary you know but people that that's what people do so i i'm curious if these guys really genuinely believe it i did see them get schooled by britney renner um that's a hilarious clip i'm sure uh people that watch the show you guys have probably seen it if you're on the internet a lot um they got murdered by her and she's not a i'm not saying she is a beacon of um professionalism either but it <laughs> It was uh, it was a funny thing watching them um, debate with her, but but I guess too. So aside from that, that's a question I'll pose. People can let me know in the comments. Obviously, we're not. There's no one here for me to openly discuss that with. I kind of. I don't know. I think at first maybe these guys. Maybe didn't believe. Like I want to like I guess the hopeful optimist in me thinks that maybe these guys didn't believe this shit at the beginning, like they just were saying what they needed to say to get some clicks. And when they realized how powerful it was and maybe the power that went to their head and after you keep repeating these things, the way propaganda works, I just think maybe they they did start to believe it. And again, I do think I, I've i heard from people and I've seen a couple clips where guys like, I don't want to even, maybe not Andrew Tate, but I've heard, you know, guys like Fresh and Fit have given some positive advice for young men. I'm sure that that's true. I'm sure that they've said something. I hope so. They have a fucking podcast. They talk for hours. I hope they've said a couple redeeming things. Um, but to me, that only makes it like scarier like that. Cause that means, you know, it's, they're almost normalizing the other crazy shit. Cause it's like, well, look, he said three things that, that were logical. He just said the one, you know, the only the fourth statement was super misogynistic and fucked up. I can compartmentalize that until you continually become, 
you know, you gradually more and more interested in these two figures or, you know, whatever ensemble they have of women that, that week, um, to a point where now all of a sudden you're kind of mesh, you're blending those terrible takes with their maybe okay borderline self-help stuff. Um, and you start of, uh, get this misconstrued perception of, of, of how, how you should look at, uh, women. I think it's interesting. It's just, it's interesting. And it's a, it's a little, little troubling for sure. Um, and I guess the thing that I'm kind of interested about is like, how do you, how do you slow down sort of the negative aspects of, of, of platforms like that or, or, you know, podcasts or, or figures like that? How do you stop them from basically indoctrinating young men to think in such a incelly way, like, there's no because the, the thing is I think it uh, uh, young men that are going through something and again we talked about this a little bit last week there there it's a it's an experience that can be really hard and they probably feel lonely and they have all these other emotions going on and then you have this guy you don't un- you don't understand a lot when you're growing up and I mean it, you look at me I don't fucking get it I don't know anything I I don't understand shit I got a degree I don't I don't know you know I don't even know what I'm talking about um but so like young men they don't you know there's so many unanswered questions you have so many things that you're nervous about you're you're worried about then you have guys like this come along and they tell you a couple of of things that you kind of already wanted to hear or um maybe a couple of things that were good advice and then they just layer that and just like slide in a bunch of fucking misogyny underneath put also some some abusive tendencies some toxicity and you got yourself you know, a fan of, of these shows, like a diehard fan. And I think that that is, is scary, um, for what it could do to, to, to young men. Um, I don't know. That's just kind of how I think about it. And I'm curious as to like how we can actually do something about it because I know myself, obviously I'm talking about it today. I made some jokes. Now I'm talking about it a little bit more seriously, whatever. And the larger commentary side of YouTube, that community, has gone in on these guys and just ripped them apart. And people that are way smarter than me, way more articulate than me have gone at these people. And as awesome as that is, and, and as, uh, as valid as those criticisms are, sometimes I wonder if it's even, you know, if it even matters, if we're not doing anything, maybe we're just making them bigger than they actually are. Um, and I don't know. I wonder that. I mean, we're not, we, we can do what we want over here. We fucking, it's just me and you. It's just us. You know, this ain't, this ain't the Joe Rogan podcast. And not that he is. I don't even think he knows who these people are. But, you know, it's not these other larger platforms, people making fun of them or whatever, whatever. I just think I don't know that it, it if it really, really would stop, like we'll stop it. And then if, if nothing will stop it or if there is something that we can do to stop it, we should do that. But if nothing could stop it, then I guess we might as well get the jokes off. Right. I don't know. I've been going back and forth on it all day. Um, but I needed to get my jokes off. So maybe I'm part of the problem. Um, but yeah, I guess, you know, what else can we do? What else can we do to, to paint a different picture? Now, um, moving on from that, I do want to get to this last thing. Um, it is not going to take up a ton of our time, but it is kind of interesting and kind of sad. Um, the Kenobi series, I was talking about it last week. We got Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm a nerd. I love nerd shit. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I will, I don't care who you are, I will murder you in a, in Star Wars Trivia Pursuit. I will 
destroy you. No chance. No fucking chance. We had I one of my friends had it. We would go we would go to war. We go to war every every fucking time we bring that game out. Yeah, I will en- I will end you. Love Star Wars. That being said, there was uh there's been a lot of don't spoil. I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to spoil anything, Steve. Don't worry. This has nothing to do with the actual show, which is the sad part. Um, so I was talking about how excited I was for the show, right? And how it was so cool. You know, we got, as like nerds, we got all this cool shit. We got all these Marvel movies that are coming out, all these shows. The Boys is on Amazon Prime right now. It's fucking amazing. Um, and we get, on top of that, we get Obi-Wan. Ewan McGregor coming back as Obi-Wan. Hayden Christensen coming back to play Darth Vader. It's fucking like... I saw Revenge of the Sith in theaters with my dad for Father's Day. It was the be- it was in like second What is that a horrible Father's Day movie? It's a great movie. It's it, all, the po- all the posters had Darth Vader on it and it was like you know I'm your father like for Father's Day like it makes sense it's a great marketing. Um and uh and yeah so it was, it was like for me like even just the idea of them bringing them back um, I was like, man, this is so, so exciting. Because that's like my favorite Star Wars movie. I'm going to see those guys. And I'm again, I'm not going to spoil anything for you, Steve. I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody. I think it's really cool so far. Obviously, there are some things I'm like, you know, what's going on? But it's it's a six-hour movie, you know, or seven-hour. I don't know how many episodes it is. We're, we're, yeah, we're halfway through, so it's, it's six episodes. We're three episodes in. It's a six-hour movie, and people before the first episode like as the first episode was airing we're just saying the most like crazy vile racist shit to one of the stars of the show um moses ingram who plays um again and this is i don't this isn't spoiling anything really because she's been in the trailers and done interviews and everything she plays one of the inquisitors uh the third sister um and she is a is a black woman and she's playing a a villain character who is you know a little um brash and you know abrasive and people took to her dms i guess and other social media to say a bunch of really fucked up shit and um surprisingly actually both disney and um Moses and and uh, others uh, kind of spoke out about it, and so I wanted to just kind of pull up her video just to explaining what happened. Um, so we're not spoiling anything. Sorry, I just saw those messages. Yeah, we're not going to spoil anything. Don't worry. I think you can know. I might not. Maybe we don't need to pull it up. You got it or no? She's pulling it up, guys. Don't worry. I think. If it's gonna if it's gonna be a problem, we don't have to do it. Okay. It's good to play or it's good to not play. Okay, we're gonna give it a try. This is what Moses had to say about the situation. I don't think so, no. Long story short, um there are hundreds of those. Hundreds. Um and I also see those of you out there who put on a cake for me. And that really does mean the world to me because, you know, there's nothing anybody can do about this. 
There's nothing anybody can do to stop this hate. And so I question what my purpose is and even being here in front of you saying that this is happening. I don't really know. I don't really know. Um, but I think the thing that bothers me is that like sort of this feeling that I've had inside of myself, which no one has told me, but this feeling of like, I just got to shut up and take it. You know, I just kind of got to grow and bear it. Um, and I'm not built like that. So <laughs> I really just wanted to come on, I think, and say thank you to the people who show up for me in the comments and the places that I'm not going to put myself. And um, to the rest of y'all, y'all weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, that is her responding. I mean, they, it showed the messages at the beginning too, right? Um, to some of the stuff that was being said. And the, the thing that's crazy, and again, this is the thing people do. It's called, I forget the, it's, I think it's called gish galloping. In, in debates where what people do is they just throw a bunch of shit at you to like disguise their what they're actually saying which is fucked up where it's like it started out like people were saying shit to her before the episodes even dropped that they're just like you're a diversity cast like you're just fucking all this other and people even saying like the n-word and like all this crazy shit to her which is just disgusting and and it's the craziest thing about it dude is that this is fucking it's not the craziest thing about it. Okay, that's this is more of like a me looking at it from a slightly comedic lens. It's, it's fucking Star Wars. There is. It's not weird for there to be five hundred different aliens in one bar, but you can't handle a black chick that's fucking with has a lightsaber. Like, what the f what what are you what are you people you know? And like I said, but right before I started this this segment. I'm a huge fucking Star Wars fan, but it's like embarrassing. It really is embarrassing to, you know, have people doing shit like this on, on, and saying like they're on in behalf of, or on behalf of like Star Wars fans. It, it makes, it makes Star Wars itself look like a disgusting franchise. It, first off, it's, it's humanly disgusting and wrong. Secondly, it makes people that are fans of, of this franchise and of the series specifically or whatever, it makes you feel like dirty that you're associated with these other people that pr pretend to like the same thing as you. You know, it, it's it's crazy. And Disney did post a thing. They said there's like over two million something different species in the galaxy and like um, and uh, something about like and if you're a racist, like you're not allowed, I don't know, some, something about it. It was a good clap back. And it's interesting because they apparently, there was some issues with, with stuff, um, with, uh, the sequel trilogy and like posters and tr maybe potentially shrinking people of color, um, for the Chinese posters or versions of those posters, which kind of fucked up on Disney's part. If that's true, I don't know. I didn't look into that, but I do know that they did the right thing by backing her on this one. And they even got, uh, Obi-Wan himself, to to speak on it which we'll bring up here in a second but right before we do the other thing that's crazy too is these people they're bringing in and what i was getting to with the gish galloping thing is that they're they're pretending that it's like the guise of like her character's not good so i'm gonna be they're using think they're using a criticism of saying her character's not good and and like throwing in and just shoveling in underneath like the 
the racism that they wanted to really say. And it's really fucked up. And I'll tell you why. I don't know if her character is going to be good or not. I'm not going to spoil shit because I know we got people watching this show. They're going to watch that show. I'm not going to spoil anything about her character or anything going on. For me personally, there's some stuff where uh, with the whole show where I'm like, I don't know where this is going to go. But in what fuck? It's a six-hour movie. These Disney Plus shows are six-hour films that they just chop. They're just fucking six hours long of content, and they just chop it in six chap. Like they just make it to six chapters. Okay, you would not halfway through a movie fucking step outside and be like, you know what? I don't know if I like that that person's arc in the story yet. You don't know where it's gonna go. You have no idea where she's gonna end up. Or where the other characters are going to end up. We have no idea. Unless you work at fucking Lucasfilm. Unless you worked on set and you know the fucking ending. Or you were standing over the editor as he was finishing it. You don't know how this fucking movie's going to end. How this show's going to end. How her character or any other character's arc is going to end. So why the fuck are you making a re- Are you reviewing something you have no idea where the end is going to be? Or why are you critiquing a character that you have, again, no idea? You, I'm not saying you can't have an opinion. But you literally don't know. That'd be like, that would be literally starting the first Iron Man film and stopping right before, like, you. let's say you watch the first 10 minutes of that. You know, he's a douchebag right before the fucking bomb blows up. Spoiler alert. People haven't seen the first Iron Man. I hope you've seen it. Um, you know, and it, you, you fucking, you're like, man, he's, I don't really like him. Kind of a dick. Kind of just a smooth talking ass. I don't really like him. It. What are you doing? What are you? That's this is how stories are told. If you don't like somebody, that's fine. If you don't like the character, that's fine. But if you're fucking using not liking the character to then justify the racist shit you want to say, that's disgusting. And if you have nothing to say about the character and you're just throwing out the racist shit, that's potentially even where I don't know. Both are. It's equally just as disgusting. But it's just crazy. It's just crazy to me. I don't know. Just kind of my thoughts on it, and and um, you and McGregor, Obi Wan Kenobi himself, backed her up. Maybe if the video wants to play, I don't know. It's uh, it is it is what it is right now. We got uh, we got some figuring out to do, you know. So I just feel like I, I ranted. It seems that some of the fan base from this influential fan base have decided to attack Moses Ingram online and send her the most horrendous racist DMs. And I heard some of them this morning and it just broke my heart. Moses is a brilliant actor. She's a brilliant woman. And she's absolutely amazing in this series. She brings so much to the series. She brings so much to the franchise. And it just sickened me to my stomach to hear that this had been happening. I just want to say as the leading actor in the series, as the executive producer on the series, that we stand with Moses. We love Moses. And if you're sending her bullying messages, you're no Star Wars fan in my mind. There's no place for racism in this world. And uh, I totally stand with Moses. Look at look at your boy Obi-Wan. That's a crazy thing that like you guys had to and I say you guys, I'm not talking to the people that aren't fucking the weirdos. I'm talking, I'm not talking to the real fucking Star Wars fans that actually fucking love the movies, love the films, love the TV shows, and love people, you know? I'm talking to the fucking weirdos that are fucking, 
weirdo racists that you know say you like Star Wars, but and and you love. If I I just again I don't know how you could love Star Wars and and be and be belligerently racist when like the whole there's so many villains in in the like novels of Star Wars and in like the lore of Star Wars that like are known speciesists and like they're not they're never the good guy like I don't I don't know and like we can all understand that that's the bad guy when it's not like black and white but the second you make it like real life people can't do that I found that weird too with like even some of the Marvel movies like when you you're when they bring up like different species and stuff like that and there'll be somebody who's really fucked up or like even in in Captain Marvel with the the uh um the one alien race is like having to to they're just trying to find a home they're they're basically like refugees and we can all see that these it's fucked up what this other alien race is doing to those alien race that alien race but we can't see that when it if it, if we made a movie about that like as you know real human beings people will be like oh this is forced whatever this is blah 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 it's just weird it's weird it's really weird um and and yeah so i, I think like the to the to the people that that are doing that you literally made obi-wan kenobi get in his fucking car and make a fucking video having to say how stupid you are like that obi-wan kenobi is filming fucking apology style videos in his fucking car having to back up his co-star because y'all are fucking weird and like she like moses said y'all are fucking weird um and props props to you and props to Moses, props to everybody on that show. I think it's cool so far, and I'm excited to see where it goes. I have a lot of questions. I get nervous when, when shit that I like is coming out, especially with this series. I, I get nervous because of, like, weird hate, and it has nothing to do with, with racism for me. So I can't imagine how they feel. And especially, like, I can't imagine, first, how people who, who've worked on it feel, and I can't imagine how people of color that are having to deal with or see her deal with this. Like that's fucking disgusting. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the show. That's, that's today's show for you guys. Um, I appreciate you guys bearing with a couple of the technical difficulties. McKenna, thank you for helping out and, and kind of writing it out with that stuff. Hopefully we'll have it. We, I feel like we took a step forward with the computer. You know, we moved, we moved a step forward. We finally, it was a couple weeks. There was five or six weeks where we had no, no movement on that but front but now we've we've got it to a point where we're a couple steps away from fixing it completely but i want to say thank you to everybody who tuned in today live also a big shout out to everybody who's going to watch days after or listen over on spotify um quick shout out as well to our patrons um if you guys are interested in getting behind the scenes access to uh music videos um extra footage of our hooping vlogs um a whole new series where i break down how i make every single one of my songs um as well as extra exclusive podcasts uh, you can go to patreon.com slash darren rita and you can help support the channel for as little as a dollar and it really does help us out um so consider doing that um and you'll be shouted out at the end of the episode as well um i also want to say a quick shout out to kenosha auto insurance for sponsoring this episode um and uh this has been the 153rd episode, right? Is that what it says in the title? I think 153. Yeah. The 153rd episode of the Detox Podcast. I will see you guys next week.